the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Check out monorail.com, America's affordable investment app made for conservatives who want to keep their hard-earned money with companies that share their value. Download the Monorail app today. Join Monorail. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and I, I truly hope you're getting into the Christmas spirit. And for those of you in, who are Jewish, obviously, in the Hanukkah spirit, I, I just hope that the awful times in which we live, because the barbarians are not at the gates, they're within the gates, I, I still pray for you, and I, I don't use this terminology much, that you can tune out, as it were, and and embrace this time, because there's no other answer, personally and globally, than good religion. Before I continue on that, I have a personal note, a sad note. I, I learned last night that a truly beloved relative of mine, the wife of my first cousin, Dr. Shalom Mailer in New Jersey, drowned off uh, in a bay which is very strange, because she swims so well, and uh, she's so fit. But she just disappeared from the group. They were She swam ahead, and it's a shock. Elaine Mailer was as close to a saint as I have known in my life. Let me put it to you that way. I spoke to my cousin this morning, whom I dearly love, and you know what he told me is interesting. And and I I I feel self conscious saying this, but I it's it's worth I, I I'll overcome it. So he he's an Orthodox Jew. She was an Orthodox Jew. Said I just read again what you wrote about the afterlife in Genesis. In your commentary, I can't tell you how much it helped. I have known since high school that that is the ultimate question, that life is a total farce if there's no God and no afterlife. It's a farce. I said to him, it's tohu vavohu. Life is the second verse of Genesis, null and void, chaos. It's just chaos. The Hebrew is untranslatable. They, they translated as null and void, but it, it means chaos. And then he said, and I know this will touch my producer, he said, I can't believe you said that, Dennis, because at her funeral, that is what I am going to say, that her death, her death brings me tohu vavohu. But he said, the second part of the verse brings me comfort. The Spirit of God hovered over the waters. 
Isn't that beautiful? I got the chills saying that. The, the same sentence that tells you that there was chaos tells you that the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. That's exactly what it means. So I say this for all of you who have lost loved ones. And for those, everybody has lost loved ones. So I dedicate the show to the memory of Elaine Mailer. If there was a better parent or wife, I haven't met the person. And that is, uh, that is life. The, the stupidity of the secular world, it is just a stupid world. There are many wonderful and kind and bright secular people. I'm not talking about the individuals. I'm talking about the world, the secular world, like the university, the media, the elite, our chaos that we are in is completely a result of the, of the radical rejection of the Bible as the source of wisdom in our society. It's completely the result of it. And the answer is what my cousin said. The Spirit of God has to hover over the land. <laughs> Isn't that great? I should have thought of it when I wrote it. <laughs> God is order. Godless is disorder. When people have to say that men menstruate, you know that uh, the Cambridge Dictionary has redefined woman? You understand that, my friends? Just, just yesterday it was reported Anyone who identifies as a woman is a woman. That's not a definition. It's an opinion. <laughs> it's a definition. <laughs> is anyone who, who identifies as a black a black? Why not? Race is w way less objectively defined than... Uh, then sex, sex is, sex is in the chromosomes. I don't know if race is. And what do you do with the biracial? It's all the God issue. And even if you're an atheist, who is one of my favorite thinkers, his, his name, because it's uh, the great British uh, writer. Douglas Murray. Douglas Murray. A dear man, a brilliant thinker. I don't know if he's atheist or agnostic, but he he is as certain that the godlessness of the West is its crisis as I am. You don't have to believe in God to know what the rejection of the Judeo-Christian civilization leads to. I'm going to read to you later Heinrich Heine greatest German poet. He was a completely irreligious Jew, 
and the greatest German poet, a hundred years before the Nazis. He wrote, but I'll tell you, but I'll, uh, I will uh, read what he wrote because he wrote it so beautifully. Basically, he wrote, and this is again a, non, a non-Christian, and religiously he was a Jew, he, ethnically, but he was, he was completely irreligious, so he had no reason to write this other than knowing it was true. The only thing holding back the vicious German war gods is the cross. And if the cross is removed, you, have, you, you can't imagine what will ensue. But they're stupid people at the New York Times. Do you understand that? It, it's, a, it's very difficult for people to wrap their head around the fact that fools are almost the entire elite of this country. Fools. Because they don't understand what I just said. They truly don't understand it because they're invested in secularism. They're invested in it emotionally, psychologically, intellectually, morally. And the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. Yep, yep. That's the answer to chaos. That's what gives you hope. All was chaos, but the Spirit of God hovered over the waters. So while there is chaos, there can be hope. Not Barack Obama hope and change. Genuine hope. Some thoughts on the season and on the loss of this dear, dear beloved human being. Elaine Mailer, may she rest in peace. And I'm as certain as I am of anything that she will be reunited with those who love her in some way that I cannot imagine because I cannot imagine anything that is just outside of this physical universe with its five senses. I have no answer to the question, what is it like? I only have an answer to the question, is there something afterward? To which the answer is, of course. You really think you're just a robot? Which is all you are, if there is no spirit of God hovering over the waters. I'm Dennis Prager. The Dennis Prager Show. History repeats itself, and we're seeing that play out with inflation. When Jimmy Carter took office in the late 70s, gold sold for $140 an ounce. By 1980, the price of gold topped out at $870 an ounce. If today's market performs like it did when Carter was in office, the price of gold could skyrocket from $1,800 an ounce to $9,300 an ounce. This is Dennis Prager for AmFed Coin and Bullion. Don't miss out on a great opportunity to purchase precious metals while the prices are still stable. If history repeats itself, we'll see a run on gold, silver, and platinum that will certainly drive up prices. 
Be smart and buy now, as I am. At AmFed, you're dealing with specialists who provide you with personalized attention, honest information, and sound advice. You'll never be pressured into buying outrageously priced so-called collectible coins or anything that you don't need. Take advantage of today's prices. AmFed Coin and Bullion, 800-221-7694. AmericanFederal.com. AmericanFederal.com. Merry Christmas, baby. One eight Prager seven seven six. We're going to continue on this theme. So the death of uh, yesterday's out out of nowhere death of this fit woman. My my cousin's wife and uh, my really provoked my thoughts here and. I'm, I'm curious, since I've devoted my life basically to the theme that we need to understand that secularism is a dead end, complete dead end. I mean, just to give you uh, just a, another example of the chaos that's that you have to understand, godless is chaos, Bibleless is chaos is the most accurate. Listen to this. Norwegian lesbian artist being investigated faces criminal charges for saying men cannot be lesbians. Do you understand that? The woman may go to prison for three years because in Norway, radically secular Norway, where sick, bad people make laws, this woman may go to prison because she said men cannot be lesbians. Do you understand? It would be funny if it were not so serious. Is this not proof that secularism leads to radical evil and idiocy? Is it not obvious to you? What do you need to understand it? Do you understand how much the communists hated religion? The French Revolution is now winning. Right after the revolution, they killed thousands upon thousands of Catholic priests. The American Revolution embraced God. The French Revolution crapped on God. Get it? The French Revolution is winning. Because people want to be gods. Men cannot be lesbians. That's hate speech in ultra-civilized Norway. Get it, folks? And the morons of the left, and they are all morons. You cannot think clearly and be a leftist. You can be a liberal. You can be a conservative. You cannot be a leftist. You have entered the world of idiocy. I don't, I don't, it is astonishing to me that, that people agree with these things. Well, I take it back. It's not astonishing. This is when people make themselves gods. Men can be lesbians. How's that? What's the addition of uh, what's then the definition of lesbian? Someone someone who identifies as a woman is attracted to someone who identifies as a woman. Oh. So not not actual biological women. 
she's she's on trial and she herself is a lesbian the t trumps the l in lgbt t wins folks certainly trumps women's uh, women's rights so i i think about this this is the season to think about these things if you're ever going to think about these things if you are nominally christian you should be going to church on christmas if you're nominally jewish you should light hanukkah candles What's Hanukkah? It's a statement that miracles take place. Of course miracles take place. The whole bloody enterprise of life is a miracle. But if you're secular, you believe it all came about by itself. Now that's really intelligent, right? That's an intellectually acute idea, is it not? Everything made itself. You want to get Charles Krauthammer's uh, line there, Sean? We haven't played that in a while. The late, great Charles Krauthammer, most revered pundit thinker about current events for decades. Washington Post and, what was it, ABC? What was he on? Fox? What what was uh, Charles Krauthammer on? Fox, yeah, Fox. He was a psychiatrist. He was an M.D., and he was secular man, but he was not a secular fool because he was not a leftist. So I asked him, I never asked him about politics when I spoke to him, whether in person or by, by phone in an interview. So in one of the interviews with me on, on the show, I asked him about atheism. So listen. Oh, I believe atheism is the least plausible of all theologies. I mean, there are a lot of wild ones out there, but the ones that are clearly uh, so contrary to uh, what is possible is atheism. I mean, the idea that all this universe, I mean, what is it, always existed? Uh, It it created itself ex nihilo? I mean, talk about the the violation of human rationality. So that, that to me, is sort of off the charts. Yeah. I didn't expect that. I had no idea what he would say. He's not a religious man. Right. It's off the charts. You can't get more absurd than atheism. It all came about by itself. Yes, we went, and then we went from rocks to Shakespeare on its own. Get that? Isn't that amazing? A rock becomes a playwright. Awesome. That's what they believe. I'd like to introduce you to Monorail, America's investment app that takes you from where you are to where you want to be. Monorail is an investment and savings app that is made for patriots by patriots. Doesn't matter whether you're an Apple fan or if you prefer Android, Monorail is available in both environments and online at monorail.com. Monorail is safer for users with bank-level encryption and biometrics. Your money is protected with Monorail through Securities Investor Protection Corporation and the FDIC. 
No matter how you engage with Monorail, you're getting the security and safety that you need. Whether you're adding funds to your investment account, looking to buy a stock, or putting money aside for future purchases. With Monorail, you can put your money where it matters and utilize the economic power that built this country. Don't go somewhere else to trade stocks. Monorail gives you the freedom to purchase whole or fractional shares in companies you believe in. It only takes five minutes to download the app and set up. Join the pro-America money movement. Join Monorail. For the sunshine of a friendly gaze. Hi, everybody. I'm taking a liberty, given the season we're in and given the death of my dear relative that suddenly happened, meditating on life here the colossal error uh, in, in the west was made we don't need God and religion and that's, uh, that's, that's that's the crisis that's the chaos God is order and godless is chaos you are living in chaos Another feature of the secular world is it's always scared. It's in a panic mode. Yep, fear is another triumph of the secular world, as we just saw with COVID. Yes, deprive children of school for two years because they may catch COVID. One secular society said no. No, no kids died. No teachers died. Not from, at least, uh, if a teacher died, it wasn't from getting COVID from a kid, let's put it that way. So when you when you don't have rabbis, priests, and ministers who are serious about their religion as the, as the moral authorities in society or at least even just religious people who are, who are not ordained. You end up with Fauci as your prophet. The secular world produces everything that the religious world did except order and sanity. It has its rituals. It has its deities. Mother Earth. Ah, Mother Earth. What was it the New York Times published recently, remember? Wasn't it uh, a serious column about people who are okay with the human race dying out because they advocate it? Yeah. Yeah. What are they called? Something natalists? Anti-natalists or something like that? (laughs) That's right. If you're not religious, why would you deprive your child of the chance to have the Bible and God in their lives? This is, uh, it's like saying, I'm tone deaf, I won't give my child music lessons. Would you think somebody who said that was uh, saying something foolish? Of course. If you're tone deaf to God and Bible, okay, you could be a very sweet human being. Anyway, you're living off the fumes of Judeo-Christian civilization. I blame the religious, too, because they they have not made the case for religion at all persuasively. 
That's, uh, that's a very, very serious part of this problem. Some do, obviously. That, uh, to be frank, that's what I believed from a very early age was my task in life to explain this stuff to people. So I just would like to note again, I don't know of a more meaningful gift for Christmas or Hanukkah than a, any of my three volumes of the Rational Bible. The latest just came out in October, Deuteronomy. I have no favorite among the three volumes. It doesn't matter which one you get. And it's beautifully published. It's a hardcover, beautifully done book. I'm very proud of my publisher, Regnery. You can get it at Amazon or the Prager Store. The Prager Store is autographed, and I'm working feverishly to get thousands autographed in time for Christmas. I'm sitting here right now doing that (laughs) during breaks. (laughs) The Rational Bible. I always remind people, nobody writes a commentary on Deuteronomy to get rich. But I have I have believed deeply that since I am so fortunate as to make a fine income, I will do what I have to do as opposed to what I have to do financially, what I have to do morally. The, the foolishness of, of people to think we can get rid of the sources of morality and and, and and of understanding life and we won't have chaos woman is now redefined in the Cambridge dictionary a Norwegian lesbian is going to prison because she said men cannot be lesbians is that not a wake up call what level of absurdity and, and evil do we have to reach cutting off girls breasts at 18 and, and you don't think that this is the consequence of something? one eight Prager 776 Is this a consequence of something? That's my question to you. Are you a successful loan officer in the mortgage business looking to grow your business in 2023? Are you looking for a dynamic and supportive work environment with a team I trust? Are you looking for a wonderful culture with people who share your values? Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian of andrewandtodd.com are looking for experienced loan officers to join their team. They're looking for people who value their clients and are solution-based problem solvers. Maybe you've worked in an environment that treats loan officers and their clients like a number and you're ready for a real and meaningful change. They have offices in Southern California but service clients nationwide. So whether you're in California or out of state, I invite you to talk to them about joining their team. Call them at 888-888-1172. That's 888-888-1172. Or click the Join Our Team button at andrewandtodd.com. Yes, yes, yes. Go on, go on. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here, male, female, our second hour every Wednesday most honest talk I'm aware of in the American media about men and women. It's a very popular hour, as it should be. 
Four times a year, every season, I give you a gift. This is the winter gift. Allison Armstrong. Allison Armstrong has uh, been on the male-female hour <laughs> since we began in 1874. <laughs> We're both well-preserved. We are well-preserved. That is exactly right. The, the problems of men and women were different in those days, <laughs> but yes. not entirely. The male-female issue has been eternal. Allison Armstrong is having a white Christmas. She is ensconced in her home. I have a certain envy of you to sit in your house and watch snow fall. Is it falling right now as we're speaking? It is huge flakes, and I'm surrounded by mounds of snow. It's been snowing uh, since Monday. And um, <laughs> I was supposed to take my dog over to Dan's house while we were doing the show, and I, I can't get there. So, wow, wow. <laughs> No, it's hard for everybody. I mean, I grew up with snow, but New York is incomparable to to you know Western Colorado where you are. Anyway, yeah. you will truly be having a white Christmas. And Allison Armstrong is one of the. Let me, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? Except I'm going to Arizona. Oh really? Oh, how ironic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh well. All right. Well, you'll have a white post Christmas. You'll have a white New Year's. Anyway. Uh, Alison Armstrong is one of the um, deepest thinkers in this country on the issue of men and women. She has had seminars for decades for women and and men, but especially for women. And they have uh, been filled with insights and helped people immensely. I know this from so many people calling into the show. You can reach her at alisonarmstrong.com. Is that correct, Alison? Yep. And let me just tell you, Allison is one L, one S, <laughs> one I, one N. <laughs> Except we know most people spell with two L's, so they can even misspell it and get to me. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. That was very, very wise. So I didn't have to tell them there was one L. So Allison Armstrong is my one guest that, I'm sorry. Well, I don't stop you from telling them because it's just so sweet that you're so committed to them being able to get through. I am, yes. I am very committed to that. I, well, yeah. I'm committed it for <laughs> your <laughs> sake, but even more for their sake. It'll it'll help them. Yeah. That I don't uh, I don't get a commission, by the way, folks. <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> So, Allison, I have stuff on my mind, but you always have stuff on your mind. So, I it's it's not really a gamble because it's Allison Armstrong, but it's the only guest I ever have where I just tell the guest what's on your mind. But I have stuff. What would you like to tell us? What's on your mind for today? Do you have something? I do have something, but I also left myself open in case there's something you want to talk about. Um, my thing would be a predictable conflict that's going to get, it happens all the time, but it can be worse during the holidays. And it's between what we do to feel secure by being productive and what we do to feel safe by being connected. 
and those go head to head and cause huge problems. Wow. So I don't know what you mean. Therefore, <laughs> go ahead. Let me understand. Let, let me at least summarize. There are two conflicting urges to be connected yeah. and to be secure. To and, be to feel safe and to feel secure. Okay. They sound the same. Yeah, all that yes. Well, did, you, you didn't say connected earlier? I did, but we go about feeling secure by being productive. We've gotten things done. We're producing results. We're making things happen. But we feel safe by being connected, which requires interest and attention. And when someone's being productive, it's very hard for them to have interest and attention. Oh, so, 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 okay. So since you're attaching it to this season, would an example be, let's say, uh, let's say, use a generalization, A the, the, let's say there's a husband and wife. The wife is preoccupied with preparing for, for, the, for Christmas and all the guests. And, yes. And he, therefore, suffers a lack of attention from her. Yes, that will happen. Or he'll try to get attention from her, and she, she can't pay it. Like, she's got to have these things done before she can even be present to another human being. Or the opposite may happen. Someone's got deadlines and due dates and results to produce for, say, the end of the year in, in a business. And their partner is very romantic about the holidays. And, you know, we're supposed to have these moments of gazing into each other's eyes. And it's, we're supposed to be so close. But we're not. And that angst about that it's personal, right? That the person who isn't getting attention, that it's personal, right? Instead of, okay, we we all have this. We all have a degree to which we need to be productive and a degree to, and then we can be connected, if you will. And one of the things that helps to pay attention is to do it out loud instead of struggle. Okay, what do you need to accomplish today before we can just be with each other? And do you need any help? <laughs> Which is something else that happens. The person who really has to be productive will get upset that the other person isn't helping them. They just keep trying to take their attention, but they're not helping them get done what they need to get done. So this is, this is well beyond just the Christmas problem. It happens all year round. It just gets worse around holidays because we have this romantic idea about how things are supposed to be perfect and we're supposed to be so in love and we're supposed to be so connected and mushy and yummy, yummy, and all these things are getting in the way of it. Well, so in in the case of the person whose professional work, as opposed to the work of the home, uh, is preoccupied and not giving enough attention to his or her spouse or significant other, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, that's somewhat insoluble in terms of, it's not insoluble, but in terms of she, let's say he, let's say, let's take the standard 
and it's it's no longer even the standard. But let's say he, well, just for the sake of this analogy, he, uh, okay, so he is, um, he, he has some work, there's year-end uh, intensity or even middle-year intensity, yeah. fine. The odds are because of the nature of the work, she can't really help him. He mm. might be able to help her prepare for Christmas, but I don't see it, <laughs> right? So it, it doesn't doesn't equally go in both directions. Well, support looks a lot of different ways. Sometimes supporters leave someone alone to do what they need to do. And... And don't be grumpy about it. Just, like, understand and be supportive. And can I pack you a lunch? Right? Or, you know, Dan, my boyfriend, right? He he does all the snow plowing around here. <laughs> and, and so he might have to snow plow three or four times a day. And I get out on my tractor and I snow plow too. I did that last weekend. But sometimes instead I just feed him. That helps. All right, we'll be back in a moment. One eight Prager seven seven six Allison Armstrong, and the male female hour. My Pillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever, and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as twenty nine ninety eight. A set of pillowcases for only nine ninety eight, and rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper for as low as ninety nine ninety nine. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more, all with the biggest discounts of the year happening now. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com and use the promo code PRAGER or call 800-761-6302. You'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. So it will be Christmas Day. City sidewalks, busy sidewalks, just in holidays. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. And just want to remind you about Angel Tree Campaign. Kids, a lot of kids in this country have a parent in prison. So there's a beautiful campaign to get them a gift, hopefully from the parent, as it were, a note from the parent, give them some religious commitment. It's a very beautiful campaign. So if you if you do as I do, especially at the end of the year, you want to give some more charity. This is the one at Salem for Christmas. The Angel Tree Campaign. There's a banner at my website, DennisPrager.com. $25 services, eight kid. Obviously, 10 kids is $250. It's tax deductible. And you will feel good that you've done good. Angel Tree Campaign. The banner is at DennisPrager.com. So I'll give you a moment to click there. Presents are a testimony of God's love for the incarcerated parent. That's their motto. It's very nice. I am 
here with you on the Male Female Hour with the inimitable Allison Armstrong. <laughs> and so what's on your mind, it seems to me, is the is the the great conflict of how do I do my work and attend to my spouse or significant other. Is that fair? It's fair and it's easier to pay it enough attention. Like this is really important. This is the source of so many breakdowns and breakups because it's not really, it's not just do my job, right? When it's, Doing our job, being productive, respected, trusted, that makes us feel secure. And until we're secure, we we can't really be present. However, we access feeling secure and feeling safe. That's what allows us to be present to each other. And it's something we all need support in because it's a very difficult thing for human beings to be. And 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 so it's like, you know, you don't pay me attention. Well, I go to work. We don't understand why these arguments persist because we don't know it's really about safety. And until people experience safety, they also can't experience something you and I are really committed to, happiness. Right? Until we feel safe and secure, we won't experience happiness. So the more we can support each other during this time, the better. And I laughed, um, I laughed, Dennis, when you said that the man can help the woman with, like, preparing the home for the holidays. I laughed because one of the problems of being female with a home to prepare for the holidays is another person can only help to the degree that they're certified in doing it my way. Oh, man. <laughs> Remember we you, talked you, about that okay. one, <laughs> So I learned early on in my marriage that... My doing the dishes was regarded as a joke. And uh, I have bounced this off other couples, and it is I am not a, a unique uh, issue in this regard. Men have told me that they washed the dishes and that when they left the kitchen, the wife would rewash the dishes. We're not certified as dishwashers. So I haven't washed the dish in, in at least a decade since it's it's insulting to have your dish rewashed. Yes, yes, it it it, it can be, and I mean it's a whole topic, right? Do do things my way. Yeah, okay. then I can yeah. release it to you if I know you'll do it my way. It's not enough to merely produce the result. You, you have to have gotten there the same way, same way I would. Oh God, I, this it's is why you're. This thing. is why you're Allison Armstrong, and I'm not. <laughs> That's that is such a perfect way of putting it. Yeah. We we men yeah. are results oriented. Like well, I've solved the problem of the dirty dish. Ah, but yeah. you didn't do it my way. All right. <laughs> what I don't what I don't quite uh, understand, but I assume. Yeah. That that you will explain it because you're gifted. What is the connection between that and feeling safe and secure? Well, so I chose these words on purpose because the only time I've heard men talk about feeling safe is in the domain of to tell the truth. 
that it's safe to tell the truth. That, like, a lot of men don't feel safe to tell their wives or girlfriends the truth because of how she reacts. And then that's, that's when I hear men talk about feeling safe. The rest of the time, I hear the word secure. And which is interesting because secure is a lot more factual. <laughs> and, and it'll be based on things that are measurable. And that the result was produced, that I got the promotion, that I'm well thought of by my boss as evidenced by the accountability they gave me or what they said about me to somebody else. All that stuff can be more tracked. Whereas feeling, literally a feeling safe, is one of the biggest mysteries about interacting with women. Because you can't make us feel safe. (laughs) And then the fact that we flip back and forth from needing to be productive and needing to be connected, you've heard me express it before, is we're both hunters and gatherers. And hunting, we need to be productive. Gathering, we need to have this diffuse awareness and pay attention to everybody and feel like we know what's going on with them and that they see us. So it's it's really, really tricky, and especially with different roles, like... I was always the one who had year-end deadlines. And so the Christmas tree never went up until, (laughs) I think my worst might have been December 23rd or something, but usually like December 19th or something like that. And Greg wanted the Christmas tree up at Thanksgiving, but I was in the thick of things then. And the funny thing was our last Christmas together I didn't even want to put up the Christmas tree because the kids weren't coming. We were going to them. And and he really wanted it up. And I said, okay, then I need you to do it. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it was so funny. Was it, was it funny or is it funny now? Was it? I, I don't know if it was funny then. Right, we'll come back in a moment. I want to, get, uh, I want to explore the other part. Where about okay. men's feeling, uh, I want to explore it all, but men not feeling safe to say what's on their mind to their to their wife. That's a big one. Yes, I, I can unpack that one. Where the treetops listen. Hi, everybody. Male, female hour, Wednesday, second hour. Allison Armstrong at AllisonArmstrong.com devoted her life to understanding men. Her, her story, by the way, is truly magnificent. She simply wanted to understand men. <laughs> right? When you were a young woman, that's what, uh, what when you were a younger woman. <laughs> I was 30 years old and I, and my friend was called a frog farmer. Right. As in a woman who turns right. princes into frogs. Mm-hmm. And and I got it. I was bringing out the worst in men, and I wanted to know how I was doing that. So I could stop. You know, that's, that's even beyond the male-female issue and male-female hour, it is worthy of its own attention. The vast majority of people, 
maybe in history, maybe especially in our time, do not ever ask, am I responsible for a crisis that I'm in? That's, mm. it, it is, you did, when I, when I divorced, um, I, re, I remember thinking, I didn't, I didn't even ask who was right. It didn't enter my brain. I just knew I was mm. part of the issue. And I, and I, yeah. and I, I, I simply went, uh, I went to a therapist, a, a brilliant guy. Mm. And I said, I want to mm-hmm. know, I want to know what I did wrong. Mm. And, and, uh, if I had left therapy sessions, I, I don't want to get sidetracked for a long time, but I just want to say this to you because it's so in keeping with, with what you said about yourself. The last thing I wanted to do uh, this is many years ago, but the last thing I wanted to do was feel good. I assumed that if I felt good every time I left a therapist, nothing was happening. <laughs> I, I, I didn't go for reinforcement that I am a healthy, wonderful human being. I went. I wanted to find out, you know, what went wrong with the carburetor. It's just yes. uh, uh, so. Anyway, I so salute you, and and obviously, has you have so affected so many people as a result. So I want to go back to this. So we're talking about issues that can create tension between couples, and it, in the holiday season, and for, for that matter, the rest of the year. Then tell me if my summary yep. is accurate. And okay. and one one of the arenas is where. Uh, one one of one partner may not feel uh, all, all that attended to, and therefore not that secure, because the other is preoccupied with the hunt, the hunting, and or gathering. In other words, doing work. So that's one mm-hmm. issue you're raising, correct? Yes, I would say it a little differently, but close enough. Because you want to get to this business of it being safe to tell the truth. Yes, because so- I have. Uh, uh, I have on my own noted how much men walk on eggshells with their wives, even if they love them and the wife loves them, about, the, mm-hmm. for example, their sexual nature. And they clam mm-hmm. up. And mm-hmm. uh, very few men ac- acknowledge this publicly because they're afraid to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I have been endowed with a relatively fearless nature. And I... I don't care. Pe- people, doesn't matter. All I, I, I know is I know this is true. And then yeah. my line, and I'd love you to react, obviously, my my takeaway is so many women say, you know, my husband doesn't, he's, he's silent. He, does, he doesn't talk. But if he's afraid yeah. to talk, that might be one of the reasons. And I'm not blaming the, the, the woman. I'm, I'm, She's reacting to her own fear of hearing, uh, of hearing these things uh, that that a man might uh, might say. So, go Can ahead. I, yes, I, I, I want. Uh, yes, it's all yours now. Okay, so um, I did a webinar um, that people can get on our site in the holiday sale um, c- called "Why You Can't Trust Men to Tell the Truth." And when I publicized it, my graduates were freaked out that Alison Armstrong would say, you can't trust men to tell the truth. But the webinar itself is a rug pull <laughs> because AKA 
how honest men, <laughs> how women convince honest men that it's not worth it. Wow. And yeah, and the the how I unpack this is this very interesting dynamic. All right, hold on. Remember women. this point. How you unpack this thing. <laughs> this, it, this is really, really important. The happy crowds are mingling, but there's no one that I know. I'm sure that you'll forgive me if I don't enthuse. I guess I've got the Christmas blues. I've done that my Martin? window shopping. There's not a store I Do I know that because I specifically know Dean Martin or because he has a particularly un- identifiable voice? Is it the latter? That's what people say about me when I sing these songs. Dennis Prager, they meet immediately. There's a recognition. Hi, all. I am he. He is I. Well... The battle goes on for civilization as we know it. We're losing. It doesn't mean we've lost, but we are losing. Here's another beauty for you. French, well, here. A ballroom dance teacher at elite French university Sciences de Peau, Paris, Sciences Po Paris, to anglicize it, is out of a job after she was reprimanded for, in, for, are you ready? Insisting on calling dance students men and women. She's out, she's, she's been left, it's an elite French university where they demand that you, by the way, did you see Macron? Macron really came out against this stuff. He's the opposite of Biden in that way. They're both on the left, but uh, American left is the most uh, destructive in the world right now. She insisted on calling dance students men and women. You can't do that at this elite French dance university. Well, it's not a dance university. Dancing is one of the things they teach, I guess. I say women on one side and men on the other because in dance there is a role for the man and a role for the woman. Former Sciences Po or Sciences Po teacher Valerie told AFP, Agence France Presse, she asked the outlet to only identify her by her first name. That's the reason that we separated. That is she and the university. The university told AFP that officials had called a meeting with Valerie over her use of, quote, discriminatory, unquote, language. Valerie subsequently quit her job over the university's demands to use the words leader and follower instead of men and women, according to the outlet. Wow. I'm surprised they allow leader and follower. Right? I mean, we don't allow master bedroom anymore. Why does leader and follower, why is that acceptable? A student who spoke to a Parisian outlet described Valerie as old school, who had made the class, quote, feel uneasy. 
Well, now if you had to bet your life on it, would you bet it was a female or male student? Valerie said she refused to, quote, bow down to the dictatorship. Remember, all good in the world is done by outliers. Valerie is one of them. There is bad done by outliers on occasion, too, but all the good is not, the the sheep don't do the good. If you find yourself agreeing with the masses, you may not be wrong. The masses are not always wrong, but you should really, really check whether you're, you're right or wrong. In other words, are you comfortable with your position in the sense of being part of a mass agreement. If you're a left-wing student at a left-wing university, which is redundant, they're all left-wing with a few exceptions, are you because you know that the position is true, accurate, moral, rational, or because... It's the comfortable thing to do. They're censoring me. I won't bow down to the dictatorship. Forget about being politically correct. What's next? Swan Lake with a hairy swan? Science's Poe, that's the university, added in its statement to Fox News Digital that it is, quote, committed to fighting against all forms of discrimination and hence firmly denounces the falsehoods and political manipulation engendered by the resignation of a dance teacher. Yes, it's a falsehood that the dance class consists of men and women. It's a falsehood. Everything Orwell wrote has come true. Wet is dry, night is day, two and two is five. The another one. The iconic company, once known for quote bringing out the joy of girlhood, has gone woke. From the Daily Mail, now teaching young girls how not to be girls. In its title, in its book titled "Body Image: How to Love Yourself, Live Life to the Fullest, and Celebrate All Kinds of Bodies," unquote. American Girl offers, quote, a smart girl's guide, unquote, to socially and medically transitioning from one gender to another. I saw these books, pictures of the books, and the contents are up at Daily Mail. We should put that whole article up at DennisPrager.com, by the way. We value the views and feedback of our customers and acknowledge the perspectives on this issue. This is what they write in in response to people who don't want their girls to be told how to become a boy. The content in this book, geared for kids 10 plus, 10, was developed in partnership with medical and adolescent care professionals. This is the statement from the company, American Girl, which is owned by Mattel. It was developed in partnership with medical and adolescent care professionals and consistently emphasizes the importance of having conversations and discussing any feelings with parents 
or trusted adults. What does that mean? What? Consistently emphasize the importance of having conversations and discussions, any feelings with parents or trusted adults. Ah, yes. Because you may not trust your parents on this. They may actually say, honey, you are a girl. This is an absolute outrage, Daily Mail writes. Nothing in this statement or, or this book's appallingly shallow, one-sided, and frankly dangerous treatment of this explosive topic demonstrate that American girl values much of anything. The book was written by Mel Hammond, who, by the way, is a big environmentalist. They all go hand in hand. In cons- consultation with Carly Gus, a physician, guess where? Boston Children's Hospital. Another female physician ruining children's lives at Boston Children's Hospital. I'm sure some male physicians do too, but this whole movement is overwhelmingly female. And of course, that you can't say that because women are terrific and men are crap. There, are the, the this is the this is a one more example of truth is not a left wing value. So when leftists hear me say that women are disproportionately ruining children because of their overwhelming majority among uh, elementary school teachers, kindergarten teachers, librarians, and, and uh, the disproportionate number of, of physicians, female physicians, encouraging transitioning of young people from one sex to another... Uh, it is called misogyny because they don't ask, is it true? They ask, can we smear it? This is the left-wing mind in, in, in operation. So Carly Gus, I looked her up. She's a physician at Boston Children's Hospital who specializes in, quote, gender-affirming medical care, which is supported by the Democratic Party and the President of the United States, who lashed out at people like me, he didn't mention me, but people like me, who lash out at the doctors who are ruining children's lives in the name of affirmative care. He even had a, uh, a non-binary drag queen at his bill signing at the White House. He is a very bad man, this president. We are happy tonight Walking in the winter wonderland He's one of my heroes. I reported to you in the first hour of my show today that a woman in Norway is on trial. She is this, correct? She is on trial. A lesbian, no less. She is on trial for saying, are you ready? That men cannot be lesbians. The left not only lies, because truth is not a left-wing value. I know that for a fact. It has never been a left-wing value. From Vladimir Lenin to the current typical university, to the entire world of the left in the media. Truth is not a value on the left. 
There are conservative liars, liberal liars, and leftist liars. But liberalism and conservatism believe truth is really important. The left does not. Not only that, you must lie as well. That is very important that you understand that. It is not just that the left lies, whether it's uh, about the uh, Hunter Biden laptop being Russian disinformation or the collusion between the, the Trump campaign and Russia. It's not just that they lie. You must lie. That's what makes it totalitarian. You cannot say that men can't be lesbians. You must lie as much as we do, or we will arrest you. You have to say men can be lesbians. Get it? That's Norway. Enlightened Norway. They lie, and you must lie. really important. How do you know that they're lying? Because they're the ones who suppress dissent. That's how you know. Yep. She faces three years in jail in Norway. Men are men regardless of their sexual fetishes. fetishes. The lesbian Tanya Givion She's being investigated by the police over hate speech. Half of America's young people believe that she should be arrested. Do you you know that? That's what Pew says. 45% of American young people do not believe in free speech for hate speech. So they would agree with this. They would see Norway as more enlightened than us because I'm not sure you can be arrested in America for saying men can't be lesbians. You would be fired at Harvard or Stanford, or the University of Idaho, for that matter. But you wouldn't be arrested. You would just lose your Facebook account. Yep. Second woman in the country to be investigated for criminal transphobia in 2022. You get that? Criminal transphobia. It's a new one. It's a new one. It's very new. Cambridge Dictionary has just redefined woman. Back to the the uh, the girls, uh, the American Girl Company. The book is Body Image: How to Love Yourself, Live Life to the Fullest, and Celebrate All Kinds of Bodies. It's a smart girl's guide to socially and medically transitioning from one gender to another. From the book, by the way, it was written by this activist Mel Hammond with a physician at Boston Children's Hospital, Carly Gus. should uh, check her out on the internet. And if you contact her, please, please, please be respectful. The way you show your gender to the world through clothes and behaviors is your gender expression, the book explains to girls 10 plus. While gender expression is what you show on the outside, gender identity is how you feel on the inside. 
a girl, a boy, or someone who doesn't quite fit into either category. There you go. That's, that's putting an idea in a 10-year-old's mind. Maybe you're neither. We are committed to delivering content that leaves our readers feeling informed, confident, and positive about themselves, the statement reads. The entire subject is presented in this way. The author doesn't go into any depth, provide any voice to credible opposing positions, or most critically, tell the stories of medical transitions that failed. For those who don't understand how potentially harmful it is to encourage children to identify as the opposite sex, this is a, uh, an opinion piece in the uh, Daily Mail, consider the many stories from detransitioners documenting the lifelong complications they now face. Prisha Mosley, for example, experienced the harms of transgender indoctrination firsthand. As a young teen, Mosley felt so uncomfortable in her own body that when she learned of transgenderism online, she thought that taking on a male identity would make her feel better. Despite a well-documented history of mental illness, including severe anorexia, doctors and therapists put Mosley on the trans-assembly line, as one doctor puts it. At 17... They prescribed her testosterone. A year and a half later, a plastic surgeon cut off her healthy breasts. Yeah, you know, I read about child sacrifice in the Bible and outside of the Bible as well, but it's it's particularly hated in the Torah, the first five books. And it was practiced in Canaan. This is one of the reasons for the justification of the expulsion of the Canaanites. How uh, how progressed are we from the ancient Middle East, or, or for that matter, the Incas? Why is this not child sacrifice? It's true they continue to live, but it's a form of it. Sing you'll be for us, la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Hi, everybody. You're listening to the Dennis Prager Show. Reading to you about another institution destroyed by the left, American Girl. And the book they're putting out to encourage kids to rethink whether they're comfortable as a boy or a girl, especially, well, it's a girl, actually, because it's American girl. This uh, comes from uh, the Daily uh, Daily Mail. The book is up at DennisPrager.com, and you'll see the pictures from the book there. I'm sorry, the, uh, the, uh, the article is up at DennisPrager.com. For those who don't understand how potentially harmful it is to encourage children to identify as the opposite sex, consider the many stories from detransitioners documenting the lifelong complications they now face. Even gender dysphoria experts say there's no scientific consensus over what gender identity or gender expressions are. But here it is, written without caveat or explanation, delivered straight to your child, context be damned. The minute I said the word gender, they were all over me, Mosley told me. I was being medicated so fast. It's about a girl who regrets 
that at 17 they put her on the, quote, trans assembly line in these children's hospitals. There is no institution the left is not corrupted morally and intellectually. I, I can't think of any mainstream institution anyway. Now 24, Mosley is questioning how a team of healthcare providers not only allowed but encouraged the teenage girl in mental distress to permanently mutilate her body at such a young, innocent age. Yeah, doctor cut her breasts off when she was 18. I hate that doctor. I would publicize the doctor's name if I knew it. Let's try to get Mosley on. This is the issue of the time. This and the, uh, the, the ruining of the Western world financially, economically, and sowing its own chaos, the, the hysteria over climate change. They're the two biggies, all created by the left. What did I just read, by the way? Was it uh, record cold temperatures in, in, uh, in parts of the U.S., was it? Yeah, well, it's all over the world. It's all over the world, yeah. A very cold November. A very cold November. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Climate change is any change. Even if it gets colder, it's, it's still global warming. Now 24, yes, okay. How could they do it? Mostly now struggles with masculine hair growth on her body and face. This poor girl. A permanently lower voice and no sensation in her flattened chest. She suffers from vaginal atrophy and dryness, which not only makes intercourse painful, but also leads to distressing urinary symptoms. After years of testosterone, mostly doesn't know if she'll ever be able to conceive her own children. They made me into a lifelong medical patient, mostly said. American Girl also didn't bother including the fact that the majority of children who develop gender dysphoria before puberty reach a point of acceptance of their bodies after they go through natural puberty. Exactly. So a girl is, is, is uncomfortable with the changes in her body. It's normal. So what? doesn't mean you're a boy. Only to the left it does. The left is despicable. Say that every day, and you will come close to moral truth. Or that many European countries are ending the use of puberty blockers in children with gender dysphoria due to the long-term health risks and a lack of evidence that they help. The most outrageous part of all this is that the book also suggests a way for children to do an end run around their own parents. The book points children to resources that can help them transition, quote, if you don't have an adult you can trust, meaning an adult who agrees with you. A parent who says, no, you're really a girl. American Girl and its parent company, Mattel, are actively guiding healthy, growing girls toward medical intervention with potentially catastrophic implications. And they're suggesting that 10-year-old girls pursue these treatments without their parents knowing. I am proud that my grandchildren will know that their puppy fought on behalf of kids against the scummy doctors who screw kids' lives up and the scummy president of the United States who facilitates it. Yep. 
chickens with Santa Claus. I love you, I love you, and I'd walk a mile to bring you the berries and watch you smile. Oh, Hi, everybody. I'm going to go to your calls now. Dennis Prager here. Oh, it's it's painful. You got to fight. My grandkids will know that their poppy fought. Their poppy did not believe men can be lesbians, which is the current line on the left. Men can be lesbians. Wow. Remember, they not only lie, they demand that you lie. America is systemically racist. Yes, the left is systemically racist, but America is not. You have to say that. That's the Ibram X. Kendi, another despicable leftist, who, uh, that's his thing. It's not, it's not enough not to be a racist. You have to be anti-racist. That was Stalin's line. You have to be anti-fascist. Of course, fascist meant anything that opposes the communists. So he called Trotsky a fascist. Okay, all let's uh, see what you have to say. Don in Powdersville, South Carolina, the famous Don of Powdersville. Hi. Hey, Dennis. First, thank you for fighting for those of us who do value truth. You're welcome. Thank you for thanking me. You're welcome. Um, so I want to remind you and your, your, your listeners um, of the one of the leading gender reassignment surgeons in the country last year, he was out of Denver, who said that although he supports people's rights or decisions to change their gender through reassignment surgery, he refused to do it on adolescents, those under 18, and he was fired. Really? I did not. Uh, what is the name? Do you know? I don't recall Okay, his name, but, but you know it was Denver? I need to look that up. Yes. So, so, uh, so if I look up Denver surgeon fired... For not, I believe uh, it's the largest the largest healthcare system in Denver. Um, so there was such a public outcry from the left that uh, they they parted ways with him because uh, you know. But what I was going to ask you, so as you look at that, but I was going to ask you, for a, a healthy civilization, you think that sexual mutilation of adolescents, exposing preschoolers to gender ideology and sexuality, would be the line in the sand. The Democrats and Joe Biden support this, as you said, but what, what will it take for establishment GOP to say enough is enough? Other than Ron DeSantis in Florida, who on, on the establishment level uh, of, of GOP is, is fighting for these kids and fighting for people who know that this, the insanity on the left? Maybe Mike Pompeo. Uh, he might be the the other one that I can think of offhand, and, and I'm sure Ron Johnson. But you're, you're, you're the group, larger. They are not. You're, I'm sorry. But a, a, as a group, you're right. Uh, you're right. Group. It has been the case all of my life. Yes, sir. The, the Republican Party does not fight the culture war. It, they do not. It, it's on. It, it doesn't even. I'm not. I'm not sure. Look. I support the Republicans with passion because they're the only alternative to Democrats. So so virtually any alternative to the left is good. Virtually. I mean I could think of an alternative that wouldn't be, but they don't have a they don't have a party. 
the the Republican Party is my only alternative. But you're right; they they don't they don't think in these terms. Uh, uh, they don't even. And, and I agree entirely. There, there's no one else to vote for. But I, I wish they would fight as hard as the left. Yeah. Well, the the Republican who is would be their line. The Republican who is won by 19 points as governor of, of Florida. That's correct. Yep. Think they would, they would learn and, that, our and, and that's why I believe that if the primaries were held tomorrow, he would win. I agree. Yeah, you're not so, the only one who agrees. Bless you. I said the famous Don of Powdersville, and I was right, Alan. You said, I don't know how famous he is, but okay, here we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, okay. Linda in San Marcos, Texas. Hello. Yes, hello. Hi. Um, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it, and I, I do love listening to you. Thank you. Um, I did want to mention um, about all the the transgender issues that are going on and how young people are so being misguided and, and not really getting counseled by uh, medical physicians or psychologists or counselors, instead just uh, a, men- a mere mention or thinking that will solve their problems and they believe it. But it, in some ways, if you think about it, about the um, Muslim women or um, perhaps in, in certain parts of Africa and some of the other uh, Muslim countries where they have genital mutilation of young girls to keep them um, uh, from being able to um, have any kind of sexual intercourse at any age until they're married. And the women there, the young girls, begin to think that that is a something they have to go through. And this is what, I mean, they're making this sound, they want to make it sound almost like normal. Like if this is what you're thinking, then this is normal what you need to do. Yeah. And, and you know, Americans raise a ruck. I mean, it's horrible about the, the genital mutilation of these young girls in these foreign countries. That's always been something, you know, the Americans are like, no, it's not. Well, well we can no longer condemn it without being called hypocrites. The West exactly. can no longer condemn it, certainly America. We, the, exactly. the, it's, that's exact. Yes, you're 100% right. You mutilate your girls, we mutilate our girls. You do it in the name of Allah, and we do it uh, in, in the name of, uh, of, of trans rights. That's it. That's, that's the only difference in whose name we do it. You mutilate, we mutilate. But I'll bet that there are there are more voices at uh, at universities in the Arab world against female mutilation than there are voices against female mutilation at American universities. One does not identify the mutilation of girls in Muslim countries with the elite. We return. Hi everybody, Dennis Prager here. I want you to know that all of your letters and telegrams wishing Sean a, a complete recovery from his flu, especially the telegrams, yes, meant a lot to him. So I just, on, on his behalf, he doesn't have a microphone, thank God. That's a relief. 
Oh, my dear friends, yes, this is a very important to keep laughing. Uh, believe me, it is. Sarasota, Florida, one of my favorite places, the west coast of Florida. Hello. Hi, how are you? Let me say your name. Aston, is that correct? Ashton. Uh-oh. No, 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 that's not a punishment room. Stop it, Sean. Okay. No, no, no. It is not worthy of the punishment room. Oh, no. professional. That's what you're going to do. Okay, go ahead, Ashton. <laughs> that was fun. Um, I was just calling. I was just tuning in. Um, I'm a parent uh, of three small children here in Sarasota, Florida, um, and I was very involved in our August primary uh, with our school board election. And unfortunately, we did not get the support from our local GOP. We thankfully have a great governor who supported us. But the reason why we were all fighting was because we don't want to see the gender ideology uh, accepting of the gender mutating of adolescents in our public schools. So you know, a group of moms, about 10 of us, we stuck together, and actually our GOP tried to go against our campaign. We lumped all three school board members um, into ZEM, is what we call it, and our GOP here in Sarasota would not allow us to pass out any literature at the tents, at the polling places. This is amazing. This is amazing. They also came up with... BRT, which is the, it was the first letter of the first names. Now, I've never heard of a campaign running on a first name. Well, but this that's is how a. Far I got, they went th- against us. Yes. And this is home of Joe Bruders, who's. Okay, I gotta, I gotta let you go, for, but this is really important to me. Send me an email about that. My friends, please donate to the Angel Tree campaign to give a kid a gift for Christmas whose parent is in prison. It's at my website. See you tomorrow. Dennis Prager here. Thanks for listening to the Daily Dennis Prager Podcast. To hear the entire three hours of my radio show, commercial-free, every single day, become a member of PragerTopia. You'll also get access to 15 years' worth of archives, as well as the daily show prep. Subscribe at PragerTopia.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.